When people approach me to get support around getting unstuck in their life, career, and business, I ask them, how long have you been feeling this way? How long have you been experiencing this feeling of being stuck? Sometimes they admit that it's been a few weeks, a few months, but more often, it's years. Today, we're talking about the hidden costs of procrastinating on your next career move and the importance of making a decision and not staying stuck in the trap of the status quo. If you needed a little inspiration and motivation to really take the time to address work, this one's for you. Welcome to Your Soul Aligned Career, the podcast. I'm your host, Siobhan Barnes. Together, we'll be exploring how you can get unstuck and pursue a career and life that's meaningful and impactful, both to you and to others, and that doesn't require you to hustle and grind 24-7. I'm passionate about you getting clarity on your unique career path and to make empowered decisions on where to and what's next from a place of alignment to who you really are, beyond your corporate persona, title, or societal expectations of what you should do. Join me as we talk all about how to get unstuck in your life and business with your unique intuitive intelligence. Hit subscribe now to never miss an episode. To download the five ways high achievers unintentionally keep themselves stuck in life and business, head to SiobhanBarnes.com forward slash five ways. Have you ever thought to yourself, "Mm, I'm not sure if this is really the right path for me, only to get distracted or focus on that next email that just dinged in your inbox? Yeah, you're not alone. So often we put on the back burner this feeling of disconnection, lack of fulfillment, and just not being happy in what we're doing. And today we're going to be building on what I shared in episode 28 of the podcast, where we looked at how do you do a mid-year review to create a life, career, and business you love. And we're going to be talking about the hidden costs of procrastinating on your next career move. And the reason why I want to do this is if you've been waiting for a sign for the universe or you feel like, okay, enough is enough. I've got to do something and focus on me. I want to support you to be able to make a decision and to stop procrastinating and do something to really prioritize this clarity that you're seeking on your work. And more importantly, to look at, well, what's the core issue here that isn't working? So today we're going to be exploring four key questions. Number one, why do we procrastinate? Number two, Why should you make a decision on your next career move or direction? Three, what the hidden costs are of procrastinating on your career move? And the most important question of all, how can you stop procrastinating? So let's dive in. Why do we procrastinate on these really important things? If you think about it, if anybody asked you what's really important, you'd be able to say what's important to you, right? We all know we want to be healthy. We all know we want to do meaningful work. We all know we want to earn enough money to be able to live a life of comfort and pleasure. We all know the things that we want. And yet many of us find ourselves not taking the action towards creating that for ourselves. And this brings me to why we procrastinate. In our heads, we know what's important. 
and yet we also know what feels safe and familiar. When we feel the discomfort of, "Mm, something's not right, I'm not sure if I'm on the right path, maybe I should make a move, this comes from deeper within. Something within our hearts will tell us this. And so what happens is we have this tussle between our head and our heart. Our head that says, stay safe, you're earning a paycheck, like let's just stick to what we know, we know how to do this with your heart that's calling you to the unknown, something new and something different. So when you're procrastinating, what's actually happening is you're stuck in this tussle between your head and your heart. Your heart that's calling you to the unknown, something new, something different, and your head that's like, just stay safe and stay where you are. Now, our heads are very often holding us to perfectionism, right? It's holding us to this idea of if you make a change, then you have to know it's going to work out and you have to know that you can earn the same amount of money and you know, you're going to have to make sure that it's a success. And so what happens is when we're putting ourselves to these really high expectations of a perfect path and a perfect plan, one of the coping strategies our mind will adopt to keep us in our comfort zones is analysis paralysis. So this is where you'll be thinking about all of your options, ideating, creating, and being in that phase and not doing anything about it. And this can feel like you're doing something, but if you do this stage for too long, it can sometimes be a trap of not taking action and give you that false sense of accomplishment that you're doing something about where you're not feeling in alignment with your work. So oftentimes it's this head heart tussle and your mind saying it has to look perfect, be perfect and do perfect if I'm going to change paths. And that's what keeps us stuck. The other thing that keeps us stuck and why we procrastinate is quite simply Maybe you're feeling burnt out and you've got no energy to even address this topic, which most of us put in the too hard basket. So if you've got no energy, it's like, oh my gosh, how do you even begin to find the momentum to look at this tussle between head and heart? And I talk more about this in episode 29 of the podcast, where I talk about the burnout solution for compassionate high achievers. So if you feel like you're burnt out and that's why you're not taking action on your next career move or career decision, please make sure you go and check that out. And I'll pop a link to that in the show notes, which you can catch over on SiobhanBarnes.com forward slash 30. That's the number 30. So that's why we procrastinate this tussle between head and heart, which brings me to this second question. Why should you make a decision on your next career move and your next career transition? I'm going to give you five reasons. (laughs) Number one, you matter. You matter. You're the only person who knows what it's like to go through your day, to show up at work, to show up in your parenting, to show up in the world as you are. Nobody knows what it's like to be you. And so you matter. The titles, how people perceive you, what they think you've got going on, none of that matters because you know what it's like to experience your life and your work as you. And so if something isn't right, if something doesn't feel good, you've got every right to look at that and to address it. Number two, you're not here to play small. I believe that everybody was put here for a reason, to contribute their gifts and talents, but equally just to enjoy the simple pleasures of life. And you're not here to play small. If you're feeling that calling that yearning, that rumbling of, ah, I've got so much more to give. Please listen to it. (laughs) All of us are feeling called to show up, serve, make the world a better place, as cheesy as it sounds, in our own unique way. And so please listen to that voice. 
think if ever there was ever a time in the turning point of history, like now is the time for each of us to answer that call and to say yes to that deeper calling, that bigger mission, that bigger sense of purpose that we feel that we're here to really step into. Number three, your career impacts others beyond yourself. So as I said, yes, you're not here to play small and that's for you, right? There's something that's so beautiful when you tap into those needs of like growth and contribution, right? But equally, there's the other side to that, which is understanding the ripple effect of you saying yes to that higher calling, that path that you feel so called to step into. So your career impacts other people. And this is something I often think about when I get into my own head about my work and my business. And I remember this is about so much more than me. So of course I have fears, I have doubts, and I'm unsure as well. But then I recall a client session and what a client walked away with and the clarity they had to then go out and live their purpose. And that's the same for you. Mine's much more tangible because that's directly what I do. But we each of us do this in our own ways. If you're a teacher at a school or you're the CEO of a company or you're doing something very practical, designing widgets or something, that has an impact on someone else. It's a tool so that they can go and do their thing. So just remember your career impacts others. Number four, (laughs) life is simply too short. It goes so, so fast. In episode 28 of the podcast, I talk about how to do a mid-year review to create a life, career, and business you actually love. And I talk about how the inspiration for that podcast really came from my birthday, where I'm literally really at half-life, if I think about it. And life is too short. It goes so quickly. Make the most of it. Yes, find the work that you love to do, make a contribution, but enjoy it. Do that lunch in the middle of the day. Go get that massage, you know, enjoy life or take that five minutes outside to feel the sun on your face. The fifth reason why I encourage you to stop procrastinating on your next career move or decision is that the status quo and staying the same doesn't mean that you stay the same. And this is going to lead into my next part about the hidden costs of procrastinating on your career move. I often say to my clients that actually the most dangerous thing that we can be doing in our lives is just cruising and living in the status quo. And what I mean by that is that, sure, there are times when you do want to cruise and you want to take a break, particularly if you've been feeling burnt out and really frustrated. But if you've been in the status quo for too long, like life is too easy, it's too simple, you think that you're staying the same, but you're declining. So the status quo isn't the same. It eats at you. It degrades your energy. By default, we're here to grow and evolve and experience challenges and to move through those challenges. And so as you are in the status quo, if you're not doing things that are new or different or challenging yourself, you're actually going downwards. And I want to be really clear here. I'm not here to perpetuate this always on hustling culture. My point is there's something that you know, right? There's a fire in your heart that needs to be stoked. And when we get too comfortable, that flame just dies down a little bit and it becomes a little bit of a flicker. Sometimes we're in the heat of the fire, like you're changing into something new and it's like there's too much happening. We want to find that happy medium where we're constantly learning and evolving, whether that's even reading a good book or taking a salsa class, for example. The hidden cost of procrastinating on the career move One thing I hear often is when you're procrastinating, you're not just in the status quo, you're not just in the same place, you're that little bit older and it's that little bit harder for you to do something. So one of the things I often hear is I'm too old for whatever it is somebody wants to do. And as you procrastinate and you stay in that status quo, you're just that little bit older. There's just that little bit more reason why you shouldn't. And it eats away at your confidence. More doubt creeps in. 
you feel more and more stuck and you kind of get yourself wedged in quicksand. So there are hidden costs to procrastinating. And I want to encourage you today to just take a moment and ask yourself, is this really what you want to be doing? Is it time to procrastinate or is it time to do something? Which leads me on to the final piece around how can you stop procrastinating? And I'm going to guide you through six questions that you can ask yourself. So if you need to grab a notebook and pause, please go and do that. When you're ready, we're going to dive in. You ready? Let's do this. So number one, I want you to get really clear and ask yourself, are you really procrastinating? Going back to that analogy of the fire and how it can die down when you're not challenging yourself and growing and how it can be burning like a true flame when you're overwhelmed and there's lots of stuff happening. I invite you just to be clear, like, where are you? Like on the flame scale. I don't know this is where I would go, but here we go. So are you really procrastinating? Is your flame just flickering? Or are you just burnt out? Like maybe now isn't the time to make a decision. Maybe actually you would be better served just by taking a holiday and taking a break. (laughs) Sometimes I tell my clients, look, we can absolutely do this work. Perhaps it's just best you take a holiday first and just see how you feel after a little break. And then you've got some space and capacity to look at this. So if you're burnt out, that's fine. You know, you can give yourself a little bit of space and time to chill out and check out last week's episode, episode 29, where I talk about the burnout solution for high achievers so that you've got some support around how to get started on that. So let's say you're like, actually, no ship, I'm really procrastinating. Then you can proceed on to the next questions. I want you to center and think about what's not working And when you think about your next career move or what it is that you need to change, whatever it might be, so maybe it's a career pivot, maybe it's the next level in your business, what comes up for you? Now, this is purposely vague because in those short moments, I am sure a bunch of different thoughts came up. Your body would have reacted in a certain way, which maybe you're conscious of or not conscious of. It's fine. But I want you to think about what comes up for you. Notice the thoughts, the feelings, the sensations, and just write them down. Often we ignore these. We think, ooh, I should just be able to move on. But all that just came up for you, that's the goal. That's what we want to work with. And that's what we move on to in question three. So what happens if you stay where you are and you don't decide? So if you don't do that career pivot, if you stay in that current level of your business, what happens? i.e. this is you staying in safety, staying in what you do know. Just play that tape through. What does it look like in your day-to-day? What impact do you have? How does this impact your personal life? What happens if you stay where you are and you don't decide? Then number four, question number four you want to ask yourself is, What happens if you make a decision and take action? So just playing with the possibility here. If you take action and you do something around this, what is possible? What happens? Again, this question is purposely vague. Is there a possibility to do something different? Is there a possibility to fail? Is there a possibility to create something that you do want? Just notice what comes up for you as you ask that question. What is possible? And then question five is, what safety do you need to take action? I'm a big proponent of small baby steps. Number one, they're more likely to be followed through and you're more likely to gain the momentum to take action. 
But number two, from a nervous system perspective, it's how you can hold greater capacity to be able to hold that discomfort and that tension of the unknown, going back to that head-heart tussle I was talking about at the beginning. So for you, what safety do you need to take action? Is it to know that you're allowed to explore your options? And if you choose not to do anything with it, that's okay. So you're just giving yourself the gift of curiosity. Maybe a sense of safety would be having someone in your corner and talking this out with a friend or working with a coach. What safety do you need to take action? And then final question is, what do you stand to gain from taking action? What's possible when you take action? Maybe you stand to gain clarity, momentum. You'll notice your energy shift. So those are the six questions. Number one, get clear if you're really procrastinating. Number two, get clear on what comes up for you when you think about that next career move or that career transition. Noticing the thoughts, feelings, and sensations that come up. Number three, what happens if you stay where you are and don't decide? Number four, what happens if you make a decision and take action? Number five, what safety do you need to take action? And number six, what do you stand to gain from taking action? So remember, true action is going to come from feeling the desire for it. Nothing has gone wrong if you feel horrible things or fear or challenges. Like, this is good. You want to meet all of the feels and meet all of the threads that pop up as you explore the tension of staying in the safety of the status quo and staying as is and the possibility of moving towards what you do want. So there you have it. Today we explored the hidden costs of procrastinating on your next career move, why you should make a decision on your next career move, because you matter, you're not here to play small, Your career impacts others beyond yourself. Life is too short and the status quo isn't staying the same. And we explore the six questions you can ask yourself to stop procrastinating. So there you have it. That's a wrap. My desire and intention is that this has inspired you to stop procrastinating, to take action, to make a move. And equally, if you know that you're burnt out, to give yourself permission to take a break, to take a pause. And if you need podcast episodes on that, come and check out the show notes over at SiobhanBarnes.com forward slash 30, where I talk about how you can do this. So in episode 23, I talk about the High Achievers Guide to Taking an Effective Pause from Prioritizing Work. And I also talk about in episode 26, how to spot the real reason you're feeling stuck in life and work. So you can check those out as well. And that's the thing. Maybe you're procrastinating. Maybe you're not but there is some action that you can take to honor you and to look after you because you are here for a reason (laughs) beyond merely hustling, grinding, and merely surviving. You matter. Thank you so much for listening in to Your Soul Aligned Career, the podcast. You can download more episodes and subscribe over on iTunes. And if you've loved listening in, please come on over and leave a review. For further show notes, guest information, and to receive your free guide to the top five ways high achievers unintentionally keep themselves stuck in life and business, 
go to SiobhanBonds.com. <laughs>